Welcome to Living a Better Life podcast with your host, Madeline Golick. This is a weekly podcast exploring a variety of topics on how you can live a better life, not just physically, but in all aspects of what it means to be human living in a modern world. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and should not replace professional or medical advice. This podcast is sponsored by Ecophysiotherapy, where their mission is to educate, empower, and rehabilitate you back to health. Without further ado, please enjoy the show. Welcome back, everybody, to the podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about exercise, and this is going to be from the perspective of today's guest, Rob I. Uh, Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, so we, you know, you and I know each other, and um, obviously our guests can't see you, but you're certainly very fit. And so I thought that we could have a discussion around exercise and why it's something that has become an important part of your life. So I just kind of want to hear your story about what prompted you to bring exercise into your life. Well, I appreciate that. I wish I was fitter, but I appreciate the compliment. <laughs> well, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> thank you. So, so, thank you for that. It's nice to start the day off with a, with a compliment. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, basically, I never worked out, you know, before I hit 30, to be quite honest with you, and uh, didn't really have any too, too many health issues. I was pretty good on that. I was actually a pretty skinny kid growing up. Um, my brother has been into fitness since he was about, you know, high school age so maybe you know grade 9 grade 10 and very muscular guy and something I was never very interested in for the most part Um, but then once I hit 30 you know like most people um, you just start to kind of slow down and you know to be quite honest with you I just couldn't do the same things I could do in my 20s so you know um, and something that my uncle had always kind of preached to us is you know, when you're young, you want to invest in your mind, go to school, get an education, you know, be smarter and stuff like that. And, you know, now that he's older, obviously, he's telling us to invest in your body, right? Because when you get older, you know, it it could let you down type thing. So why not invest the time now to keep your physical strength up, keep your physical kind of smarts up and uh, invest that time, invest in what you eat and what you're doing with your body. Um, Cause you know, it's the only one you got. So you want to take good care of it. Absolutely. I really actually like that uh, piece of advice because, you know, when we're younger, our, meta- our metabolism's working so much better. Um, our resilience is so much better. Like if you injure yourself, like you tend to bounce back really uh, easily. So investing the time into developing your mind and, um, you know, those sets of skills of learning. And then, but you're right, like um, being past my 30s already, um, you know, you do notice that like, and I can recall when I was younger, people would be like, oh, you're so skinny. And like, I would try to like gain weight. And it just like was like, it just wasn't happening. But now, um, not that my eating patterns have changed, but it like, it's much more work. And so you're right, like investing in your health, like the body tends to slow down, and it demands more from us Mm -hmm. in order to, to keep going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, right. and, and it becomes as simple as 
you know, going, just eating a bit, you know, changing your lifestyle, changing your diet just a little bit, making an effort to kind of go to the gym and kind of get some, of that, get some of that physical exercise that so many adults just don't get in today's day and age. Right. Let's be honest. So yeah. it is a life, you know, it is a life decision. It's not just, you know, I, I don't believe the term diet. I don't believe in, Oh, you know, the summer's coming. I'm going to start working out. It has to be, you know, a real type of commitment and it's a change of mindset is really what it is. Um, more than anything else but you know it, it's funny I, I was at my buddy's place and I had to just crash on his couch um, and just from doing that I got you know lower back ache for about a month um, this is before I started working out seriously I went to the gym one time I did some back extensions just one exercise and something just kind of clicked boom like done you know I was I was I was cured quote unquote you know what I mean no more sore back pain from crashing right couch just because of that you know one back day exercise I kind of did and I was like man like you know there is something to this that um, you know more and more adults should be getting that regular regular exercise that they need because so many people are sitting in offices and I'm too busy I'm too busy I get it but again it's an it's an investment it doesn't cost you time you're actually gaining time because when you're 50 67 whatever happens to be you know how many days you have on this earth you're actually going to enjoy those days a lot more. So that's the way I see it. <laughs> actually, that's, again, like awesome way to think about gaining time because what's the saying? You know, a man who has his health has a thousand wishes. Uh, the man who doesn't have his health only has one wish, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? Um, you know, so keeping your body... You know, I, I like to use this, you know, saying with my clients, you know, motion is lotion, right? If you want to keep your joints lubricated, you got to move, right? And I guess our lifestyle now with more computer-based online work um, is that we're, you know, we're really not moving that much. Mm -hmm. and, and, and just a quick side of that, you know, me being in the industry that I'm in, you know, online marketing, it is a lot of computer work. It is a lot of what I call screen time unfortunately, right? So that's when I, I kind of made that conscious decision to say, whoa, you know what? I'm not getting exercise I need. I need to take a break. I need to get more into the physical um, because I'm, I'm seeing my body almost deteriorate, right? And it's because of the line of work that I'm in. Um, but I'm sure we'll get into that a bit more later. <laughs> but well, I mean, that is, that is the, 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 the actual reason why I decided to, to uh, you know, take that, take that fitness journey, something I've never been on, something I had zero, I'll tell you, zero interest in, just zero. Not for me. I'm young. I'm healthy. You know, I never had any aches and pains and conditions. I don't have any allergies. Vision is 2020. Like, I don't have any of those ailments at all. But, you know, once you hit 30, it just uh, it catches up with you, right? <laughs> right. It, well, it, it just, we change, right? Our, our whole physiology uh, begins to change. So I want to ask you because, you know, there's, there's people out there who are maybe thinking about making this change and, you know, time, right? The, I think one of the big um, reasons that people don't do it is they say, I don't have the time. So what I wonder is, you know, how did you find the time? Like when you finally made that decision, like how did you set it up so that it became more routine and there was like accountability to it? Um, I did a couple things. One thing, you know, I just found, I tried to go at night. So like around nine o'clock at night, you know, 
after my day. And I just found that I didn't have the energy for that. So I had to kind of find those, you know, constantly tweaking things to find what worked for me. Um, my, my buddy, I, you know, at one point, one of my good friends joined the same gym that I did not together. He just happened to join and he was going at six o'clock in the morning and he was trying to get me to come out six o'clock in the morning. So, you know what? I did it for a couple, we did it for about a couple months and it was great. It was, I found it to be very, very, um, you know, you know, I, I had this great kind of mindset where we would finish our, our workout around 7, 7.30 in the morning. And I felt like I would accomplish more by 7.30 in the morning than the, the majority of the public had done at, you know, from, from till noon. You know what I mean? I went to the gym. I, I did an hour and a half workout and I just worked on myself. You know, not a lot of people can say that. And it is very motivating. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't keep that up. So what I tend to, what I tended to do, and I still do today is I don't take a lunch. I go to the gym on my lunch and I do my workout on my lunch just because I find it's, I have the most energy at that time. I can get it. I can get it in. I can get it done. It's very efficient. So I know that I have to go back to work afterwards. So I don't have time to check my phone. I don't have time to talk to the guys in, in, the, in the locker room type thing. Right. So I'm there. I'm laser focused. I know what I want to do. So it kind of, it kind of makes you work out smarter and work out harder and work out, you know, a bit more efficiently. Um, and to that point, I did hire um, a fitness coach, Marco Capone at Fit Life Mastery. Um, I worked out with him for quite a, quite a few months all last summer. And uh, he really, really put a training, he put a training program together for me. So I followed that. And that did obviously make my life a lot easier. So instead of following all the YouTube videos and stuff like that, like a lot of people do who try to get into fitness and try to make that commitment. Um, I can tell you that if you can do it on your own, great. You know, I, I kind of started on my own, but I really wanted to laser focus some of my goals. And I found that hiring a trained professional really took me to that next level. So that's what I tried to do was for minimum four days a week um, on my lunch break. If I, if I can get it done from Monday to Friday, I'd have my weekends free. Right. So um, Sunday, I never worked out, you know, just, you know, just being a Catholic, you know, <laughs> that Sunday is the Lord's day. So I'm not, I'm not going to the gym on Sunday. That's a hundred percent. That's my day to rest. Um, but if I, if I missed a day from Monday to Friday, yeah, I'd have to go in Saturday to the gym and accomplish that fourth day or fifth day that I want to accomplish. So, um, you know, I want to have my weekends free. So I would try to make the time um, Monday to Friday to get that, to get at least four, four, one hour, one and a half hour workouts. in. that's, that was my goal every single week. Amazing. Yeah. It's a great uh, goal. And, you know, sometimes it can seem overwhelming when you're first starting out, like, Number one, how do you use the equipment in a gym? Number two, you know, if you type in, you know, strength training into YouTube, you're going to get so much content that it's so overwhelming and kind of hard to decide where to start. Um, you know, if, certainly if you're one of those people hiring a fitness coach, it's probably going to be faster and more efficient um, versus somebody who's kind of dabbled with exercise and sort of knows where to start out but wants to optimize, certainly, um, you know that's always a good option is to get help. Um, so I wanted to ask, you know, what does your workout look like? Is there like, do you do like, is there a cardio weight training? Are you doing high intensity interval training? Like how are you structuring your workouts? 
Um, basically, the majority of my workouts, like I said, because I was such a, a skinny kid growing up, um, I definitely wanted to put on mass and put on some muscles. So I didn't have that, you know, my body fat percentage was not as high, um, you know, was, was, not, was not on the high side at all. Uh, but in terms of, you know, definition and stuff like that, it just, it, it just wasn't there. So, you know, when I first get to the gym, first thing I would do is get on a bike for about five minutes just to get my heart rate up, of course, right? Get the blood flowing and kind of just you know, getting warmed up and that type of stuff. Then whatever kind of day I was doing, you know, um, working with Marco, we kind of worked on a plan of a push day, a pull day, and, and a leg day. Um, for those who are not familiar, just, you know, push exercises to work, you know, your chest and, you know, pulling exercises to work on your back and then legs, that type of stuff. Um, and same thing. So we would, we would go pretty heavy because, you know, I, I, I didn't have any injury. I have no past history of injuries or anything like that. Um, I kind of already dabbled a little bit, you know, here and there from the YouTube stuff, you know, so I, I know I did know how to lift some weights. I did know how to use the machines. No, no real issues there. So we did go pretty heavy. Um, he thought I was going a bit too heavy. So, you know, I wasn't actually maximizing my workouts because by lowering some of the weights, you can actually get a great workout in, um, you know, a typical kind of guy, I want to go in and lift as heavy as I possibly can, you know, because it feels good. And, you know, mentally, you feel strong, mentally, you feel good. But for what you're actually doing to your body, that's where he came in. Um, so we would finish that day. And then, um, you know, follow, you know, basically just push, pull, rest, do what we got to do in the gym, um, just lifting heavy, I, I can honestly say very little on the cardio side, uh, very minimal, um, almost zero besides warming up. Um, maybe a, a small cool down on the bike after after leg day or after something like that. Same thing, maybe five five to fifteen minutes, nothing too intense. Um, and then we go after workout, get our protein in, um, and then rest up, and then do it again <laughs> the next day. Essentially, so that that would be a very typical workout. Um, quite a few drop sets, so that's something that I really like to do is drop sets. Um, so you know, starting off pretty heavy, and then every every rep every set lightening the load a little bit just because you know you feel like you have a bit more to give and you don't want to stop you just kind of want to keep going so um that would be that was kind of our trade secret was we would start as heavy as i could and then slowly drop down the, the weight just to get as many reps as i possibly could in and that makes sense right because you know um as your muscles are fatiguing the last you know sort of the last thing you want to be doing is having a heavy weight and then if your muscle gives, you know, then your, your, your muscles are under tremendous load, which certainly can lead to injury, right? Whereas if you're a little bit lighter and you're like, ooh, it's really starting to burn, um, you know, my muscles are trembling, you still have, you know, just enough left in the tank to, you know, safely get the weights down uh, or back into their original um, position with lowering the risk of injury, right? Absolutely. And, and that's something that Marco preached all the time was, you know, um, also time under tension, right? If you're going too heavy, um, you can only do three or four reps, maybe. You're, you're not giving your muscles enough time under that tension that it needs to really kind of get that, um, what's it called, um, atrophy? Is that correct? Um, not atrophy, but... Um... Uh, hypertrophy. Yes, yes, that's the one. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the atrophy means you're losing muscle. So we, we definitely don't want that one. Correct. Yeah, hypertrophy. That's so, so he, so, you know, like I said, um, I did, I did maybe some of the YouTube stuff that I was learning, you know, quote unquote learning from, from, you know, 
again, th those videos are meant to be very broad. They're not going to apply to everyone, right? So for what I needed, being that kind of skinny kid who was, it was hard to put on mass. It was hard to put on weight. Um, lifting heavy was great. It gave me a great foundation to build my strength. Um, but in terms of the actual um, atrophy, uh, sorry, uh, hypertrophy, that was not there, right? So Marco really led me down a, a path that um, worked specifically for me and it was fantastic. And that's when I really sought to see Honestly, my results, um, you know, kind of skyrocket to be, you know, for lack of a better term. <laughs> um, so, you know, people start out at the, at the gym and they do a little bit, you know, for like two weeks and they're like, oh, I'm not really like seeing the changes. Like how long do you think, like how long did it take for you to really start seeing the results that you wanted from exercise? Uh, I can say with, I can honestly say within let's say a month to six weeks, and I and, and that's just because of my mindset. When I'm in the gym, I I'm going a hundred and ten percent. I give a hundred percent. I that's one thing I notice about myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I do it in, in my job and every in every aspect of my life uh, for the most part. But when I when I was in the gym, you know, when I was done, I was sweating. When I was done, you know, I, I would I would go back to the locker room to the change room, sit there for a good five minutes catching my breath, um, wiping sweat from me. Right. My arms and my legs are trembling. I, I honestly felt like I was high. My, my you know, um, what's the, I felt euphoric after mm -hmm. every single good workout. Um, and that's how, honestly how I gauged myself. If I, was, if I didn't have that feeling, I didn't put enough work in. And believe it or not, I would go back into the floor and, and rep out some other stuff that I could do. Um, I use that as, a, as my own personal barometer to say, if I'm not shaking, if I'm not sweating, if I don't feel high, if I'm not breathing heavy, then I didn't do as much as I could possibly can. I didn't do as much as I possibly can. And I know that's not going to be conducive to my goals because you have to push yourself. You have to. Well, absolutely. Or things just don't change, right? Like They don't. They don't. It, and, and, it, so, and, and, and every person on YouTube says it's a failure. I, I don't care about the number. I'm not counting reps. You know, Marco and I, you know, Marco has a little binder. So, you know, the first time I work with Marco, Marco, he has his little binder and he's doing, you know, he's filling out what, what ex which exercises we do, how many sets, how many reps, the pounds and everything like that. And I, I never looked at them. I didn't care to look at them. All I know is I got to keep doing this until I can no longer do it, until I can, you know, physically no longer do it. Um, and that was my goal, you know, um, Marco brought in that kind of analytics part to it, which is fantastic. Um, but so that was kind of my, um, so I can, so, you know, long answer, long answer is about, about six weeks for a lot. You, you can, you know, the first week I got sore. So, you know, doing it, doing, doing chest and arms, you're going to get sore and going as heavy and as hard as I did, I'm going to get sore. I'm going to need about five or six days to, to recover from that. But, when, but then when I come back to it the next week, you know, um, I'm stronger already. You know, I feel I've done it before, you know, yeah. and, and you, and you want to push yourself one more rep, you know what I mean? Five more pounds, you know what I mean? And when you get that mindset and going within six weeks, you'll be surprised how, you know, how strong you feel and how amazing you're getting all these hormones going and, you know, and, and things just start clicking and feeling better. And it actually makes you want to go to the gym more and longer and, you know, we are results driven, results based as, as, you know, human beings. Right. 
So. Absolutely. Yeah, I guess I should just um, take a moment here to do a shameless plug for Marco because um, he was on the podcast. Um, so if you want to check out one of the earlier podcasts and Marco just happens to be our both mine and Rob's personal trainer, which he's awesome. So uh, thank you, Marco, uh, for helping us get fit. And yes, it takes about four to six weeks to start seeing muscular changes with consistent exercise. And I think the most important key for people to understand is consistency, right? Like you can't go once a week and expect that um, your muscles are gonna change. Absolutely. And, and, and you know what, and, and to that point, I, I would even say, you know, and I don't mean this in, in a mean or disrespectful way, it does, it, you know, your, your body fat percentage will have a huge impact on that, on the visuals as well, right? You, you can't go to the gym on Monday and Tuesday, and Wednesday, look in the gym, look in the mirror on, on Friday and say, well, nothing happened. You know, it, it doesn't, it doesn't work that way. It is, it is a marathon long-term goal. And that's why I say, you know, it, you know, it is a lifestyle. You can't just say, Oh, once I hit this weight, you know, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to eat well for four to six months, hit my ideal weight or ideal, you know, body type or physique, whatever, and then stop or, you know, kind of let, let, let it all go. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. Right? Unfortunately, it does not work that way. Right. Uh, uh, and, you know, and I think that's, I think the hardest part is the mindset around it that, you know, we're talking about, you know, lifestyle and here's the thing, exercise is medicine. You know, we've moved away from thinking about physical activity as being a form of medicine, right? Like, you know, when you're pre-diabetic or diabetic, you know, you, I mean, obviously depending on what's sort of happening, but exercise can keep that under control, right? Um, but we just don't value um, exercise as, for its health benefits because it's hard. You know, it's it it is hard work, and it's hard. yeah, that, 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 I would actually say that's the number one reason people don't like to do things that are hard for the most part, right? And, and also, I mean, to your listeners and everyone, I'll tell you right now, I'll be honest with you guys, I hate working out. <laughs> I hate being in the gym. I honestly do. And, it, and it's painful, like sometimes, right? Like your arms are burning, your legs are burning, you're breathing hard, your chest feels like it's going to cave in. Like yeah. it's hard work. People are looking at you. I get it. You know, like, you know, there's big jacked guys who are bigger and muscular than you and you might be intimidated or, you know, there's, you know, there's always that type of feeling, but, at the, and, I, and I hate it. I can, but however, <laughs> you know, the, the, my, my contrast, the same, by the same coin, by the same token is I love the way I feel after. I love the results. So I hate the process. And I think that's what people need to focus on is the process. Even, you know, with some of our clients and their marketing initiatives, I, you know, we, I don't talk to people about fitness. People ask me about fitness questions because they've seen the transformation I've made. And they'll say, hey, Rob, you know, what, what, what was the biggest thing? And I'll kind of tell them, don't focus on getting thin. Don't focus on looking better. Don't focus on getting bigger muscles. You focus on today, you know, June 17th, I'm going to eat the way I should be eating and I'm going to, and I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to achieve my gym goals. So work out for an hour and do that. If you do that, if those are your goals and you achieve your goals today, 
you will hit that thinness. You will hit that muscular level that you were, you know. So don't, I, I kind of tell people, don't focus on the destination, you know, on, on the result. Focus on your energy on the process. And it is the harder part, of course. Yeah. But that's where the results are actually realized. Absolutely. It's, it's, in, it's in the lifetime um, journey. Because you, like you said, you can work out for four, six months. But the second you stop, um, so exercising actually turns on different genes, right? It turns on the genes for building muscle and turns on the genes for, you know, a better circulation. So many things are turned on because of working out that if you stop working out, it turns off, right? You're like, you're not going to be building muscle or you're not going to be stimulating muscle growth if you're not stimulating your muscles. So... Yeah, and that's one thing that we focus on, you know, going to a failure. You, you have to put your body in that position where it gets the stimulus that it's, that's required for them to change and for them to grow. So, I mean, you, I mean, you being a physiotherapist, you probably know way more than I do. But for the most part, the body doesn't want to change. It wants to stay in, in uh, homeostasis if I'm not. If I'm not uh, well, it, it wants the path, the path of least resistance, right? right. I mean, they, the brain's just trying to be, you know, uh, trying to get through the easiest route um and sometimes the easiest route is the hard way well and also you know that's probably why there are so many injuries because when people are lifting with poor form right the you know you you might be trying to be working out one part of your body and your brain says well i'm going to try to lift this with several parts of you know several muscle groups just to make it easier and i think that's where the injury would, would you know stems from at the end of the day right yeah, absolutely. Um, improper motor patterns and, and you know, firing of, you know, comp- compensation muscles because of either poor technique or, or just too much weight that, you know, that muscle can tolerate at the time. So then other things start to kick on that are not necessarily designed for that particular movement. So yeah, certainly, um, you know, you want to uh, start out you know, conservative. And once you get more comfortable, make sure you you're exercising well, then start to, um, increase the, uh, increase the load. Yeah. So, so, you know, just to your listeners, you know, you hear it on every kind of physical or diet plan is consult a physician first, of course, before you start anything. Yeah, of course. You know, you want to make sure that you're in physical, um, you know, physically in good health to begin an exercise program. And, you know, again, it, it, starting out with somebody who has a knowledge and training will, you know, they're there to encourage you, but also to monitor you too, right? To make sure that you, you know, don't overdo it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, same thing. You, you wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't do my taxes without, without, without an accountant. You know, I, I, there's a lot of, th- I wouldn't go to, I wouldn't go to court without a, a lawyer. You know what I mean? There's a lot of things that you I think you should hire a professional, especially when it comes to health, to say, okay, you know what, how can I do this either better or faster or, you know, safer type thing. Um, so, you know, like, like I said, especially if I had, if I did have a nagging, a nagging injury, um, then I would definitely hire someone because I know that the risk of, of re, re-injuring that, you know, um, actually, as we're filming this podcast, you know, the Toronto Raptors just won their, their first NBA championship. Um, and, you know, there's a big discussion around Kevin Durant and his, you know, re-injuring his, his leg, his Achilles, his ankle. You know, there's a lot of discussion in the media. Should he have waited? Did they, did they rush him back too soon? Yeah. 
So, you know, from, from an injury that is known, um, they rushed him back to hopefully win and, you know, to play and win. And maybe now he did further damage and set his career back another eight months to a year. Yeah. Right? So, you know, there, you know, it's not, you know, it happens to everyone. If, if you have an injury, you know, you are, you know, you're susceptible to re-injuring that. And I think having a, a prof- communicating that to a professional, they would put you on the right plan, the right path to, you know, to be aware of that and to design a workout program that keeps that in mind. So you're not going to, you know, ho- hopefully lower the percentages of re-injuring yourself, right? Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it's hard to say, you know, with just, you know, with uh, respect to Kevin Durant, I mean, you know, it's hard to know would, you know, would he have suffered an injury later or not? You know, it's hard to know. Um, Obviously everything seems like, you know, more clear hindsight is 2020, you know, if, he felt good to, to, to go or maybe other motivating factors. We, we just never really know um, what the situation, you know, was there. And it's not like we can go back in time. Um, no, no, prior to that injury, we just hope that he has a speedy, you know, recovery. Right. And, and I would imagine that's a lot of the, the reason for you and your podcast, your podcast to educate people at the end of the day to, to provide, I know Marco, for example, you know, his, his mission in life is to prevent injury, right? Um, yep. that, that's his goal, right? To prevent injury. Um, and I would imagine you, you know, your goals are very similar and that's kind of why you're doing this to get this knowledge out to say, Hey, you know what? There is, there is a way to achieve your goals and you can do it safely. And it's really not that hard. And if you just take the first steps today, a year from now, you're going to thank yourself. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what I'd like to do is kind of just change, well, not change gears completely, but I kind of want to talk a little bit about, you know, okay, we, we know the health benefits of exercise. We know that it changes the body. But what I want to hear from your perspective is, you know, have you noticed positive changes um, in your personal life and in your business life as a result of exercising? 100% absolutely. Um, you know, working out every single day. You know, I, I, again, there was a time where I was working out five, six times a, a week, <laughs> um, you know, going above my, my average or, or my actual goal just because I, I, I enjoyed it so much. Well, I enjoyed the results so much. But in terms of number one was my energy. And when I would wake up in the morning, I was ready to go to start my day. And I, and I can 100% attribute that to... Um, you know, working out on a consistent basis um, just because, you know, just like everyone else, I used to wake up and you get that feeling, oh, five more minutes, 10 more minutes, right? You, you just want to stay in bed. When I was, you know, working out, you know, on, on, you know, kind of my peak when I was going a lot, you know, going very consistently, I would wake up around 6, 6.30 and I didn't, I didn't get that feeling of I need five more minutes or 10 more minutes. I'm ready to go. Uh, so my energy level went through the roof. Um, and I felt that I had a huge impact on how productive I was, how many things I can get done. My interactions during the day were always positive and just energetic. And, you know, I, you take on life with a brand new feeling of enthusiasm. You know what I mean? Because I was going to, work, uh, going to the gym at lunchtime, you know, going into a, an afternoon meeting or a phone call or, you know, marketing session. I felt great. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I felt like um, 
just very, very energetic. Um, the, the, the amount of confidence, you know, going into a boardroom meeting or going into a meeting to a business owner to discuss their marketing needs, um, you just feel more confident. Um, you know, yes, that has some to do with your physical appearance and how, you know, you take pride in how you look and that type of stuff. So, you know, being a bit more muscular, it kind of brings that on. Um, you know, just in my dating life, you know, talking to, to, to females, talking to girls um, had a huge impact on, on that. So I, I was going into dates more confident, knowing who I was kind of knowing what I bring to the table, that type of stuff. You know, those might be some vain reasons, but, you know, it's, it's, it's the truth, right? Well, you know, we're allowed to have those too, right? Like, yes. we're, you know, we're allowed to have our reasons, you know? As far as I'm concerned, there are no bad, quote unquote, side effects of working out, of, of exercising, right? So what, no matter what your reasons are, if it's just to look better and to, you know, kind of get, you know, get more attention. We are human beings. We want to be, you know, it, it's, we want sex appeal. We want that. It, there's no point in hiding and, and tiptoeing around it. It's just a fact of life. So if that's someone's pure goal or interest to get into the gym and exercise and better themselves, then for them, the fridge benefits are, you know, um, health wise, you know, getting more vitamins and, and, and hormones. And, and like you kind of said, the health benefits of staying, staying in motion, you know what I mean? For someone who's doing it strictly for the health benefits, looking better is the fringe benefit, right? Yeah. <laughs> so there are no bad sides. There are no negatives almost um, to working out. So it kind of doesn't matter what your goals are. If it's just to look better, um, if it's to get back at an X, you know what I mean? <laughs> whatever, whatever it happens to be to make them jealous. Hey, you know what? Whatever fuels you, whatever motivates you, I, I would never judge. And I don't think anyone else would judge. If that's what gets you into it, then, you know, as long as you're not hurting anyone, then, you know, so be it. I, I think those are good motivating factors. And um, so, yeah, so business-wise, um, I felt more confident, definitely. Um, you know, social-wise, going into, going into a room, going into a, a, a brunch or a conference, I felt more confidence. I definitely felt more um, capable. My friends and families, you know, making those little comments of like, wow, Rob, your arms look bigger. You know, it, it, it's nice to hear that. You know what I mean? So you know you're kind of doing something right. You kind of know you're on the right path. You know you're achieving your goals. And, it, you know, as a human being, it feels good to achieve goals. It feels good to set your mind to something and, and, and achieve it, right? So, um, Absolutely. Can, yeah. So, so, you know, again, I, I can definitely say to answer your question, yeah, definitely in all aspects of life, I couldn't find one, one particular area that suffered because of, you know, my commitment to decide to work out and start, you know, going to the gym. So uh, business, personal, um, I know there's a hormonal change, like, like you kind of mentioned, there's a hormonal change, the physio, you know, the genes kind of change, you know, um, just your physio makeup just changes. And um, like I said, go, I'd, I'd say waking up, definitely the part of the big, the biggest one, waking up in the morning, had, having all that energy. Um, and then also just quickly, you, be, you do become more aware and I'm not going to say more careful, but you actually start caring about the foods that you start, that you start eating as well. J just as a, you know, um, I, I don't know how I, you know, Marco and I, we didn't work on, we didn't really work on a solid um, nutrition plan, you know, for the most part, um, you know, he was a fitness coach and that's kind of why, why, why I hired him. But you start to really kind of think twice about, when you're going out to eat or, you know, when you're making food or, you know, stuff like that, is this conducive to my goals? Is this, 
in line with what I'm trying to achieve? And a lot of it, the answer will be no. And then you just start saying, well, I don't want that anymore. And I don't crave it. I don't miss it. You know what I mean? Because you're working to something greater, right? You're working to something that you've worked. You know, if you, when you start going to the gym five days a week, you know, and, and putting in an hour and a half, sweating, and, and you're like, you know what? Is this cheeseburger worth it? No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Forget that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, because you, you know how much effort it takes then to, to, to burn the extra calories off, right? Um, and I don't, I can't remember who said this to me, so I can't really like, um, say, you know, who the quote is attributed to, but, um, you can't work yourself out of a bad diet. No, no, you can't. And, and that's something that Marco did. And I say Marco didn't put me on a plan. He just kind of gave me a very rough outline. It wasn't tailored for my body type, my current diet, my goals or anything like that. He just kind of gave me a pie chart of what I should be eating and said, Rob, eat, eat things from this pie chart and you should be good. Um, and again, but, you know, there's nutritionists and dietitians and naturopaths. Like there's, there's help people can get if they're not sure, um, you know, what – to put into their bodies and how much. So certainly again, you know, you got a fitness coach, get yourself a food coach too, um, to get you started if you're not sure, right? Absolutely. And and you're and you're right. You can, you know, if you're if you're burning if you if your goal is to get fit and start, you know, to get thin and to lower body fat percentage and you, you know, you want to burn off two thousand calories a day, but you're taking in three thousand calories a day you're doing all that work just to be plus a thousand calories a day. That wouldn't make much sense. Right. So I would definitely start with, you know, with some baseline numbers, get, you know, make a phone call, um, you know, find someone that you can know and trust and, and, you know, does good work and, you know, who can kind of help you along that path because to do it alone is very difficult. And, you know, it's kind of the same thing like you, yep. I've, heard, I've heard this quote before. I don't know who said it, but if it was easy, you would have done it by now. Right. Yeah, if exactly. You if you could have do it, if you could do it if you could have done it alone it would be done by now but unfortunately um you know not many people have that mindset but they they do want to do it they don't know how they don't know where to get started um, I would and that, say, yeah and that's where you ask for help right that's where you ask for help and you say you know what i want to try this i, I want to get into this this is something that i want to at least try you know maybe maybe for working out for some people it's not for them you know and that's okay too maybe you go out and do other things maybe you go for a walk you go you know if you have a dog, go, go walk your dog for an hour type thing. Um, it doesn't have to be strenuous physical exercise. Um, but, you know, I, there should be something. It, it should be part of someone's day. You know, as an entrepreneur, I'm always looking to better myself. I'm always looking to make my business better, serve my clients better, make myself better. Um, and when I was working out, they were for selfish reasons. I did want to look better. I, I did want to have more confidence and, you know, more muscular tone and all that type of stuff um, and go on better dates and stuff like that. Um, but then what I noticed was my whole world just changed um, in every aspect. And that's what really kind of fueled that fire to keep going, make it, make it a big commitment and really relay that to the people around me to say, there are different ways to get better. This is the way I chose to, you know what I mean? Um, I love sports, but I don't play sports. Yeah. <laughs> I would love, you know, I, I would love to play sports, but it's just not my, not my thing. You know, I've never, never really athletic as a child. I was more musician kind of, you know, music was kind of my thing, um, but not much physical activity, activity in that. So, you know, I, that aspect of my life was lacking. 
So I took it upon myself to improve that part. So, you know, I, I and it, it, it does take a lot of accountability and honesty with yourself, you know, because there are a lot of people who look in the mirror and they might not like what they see. And, you know, I, you know, uh, I run a digital marketing agency, so I'm on social media all the time. And you see a lot of young men, young women, you know, who are on social media and, you know, trying to get that like, and, you know, we kind of hear all the time about the whole kind of how self-serving it is. Look at me, look at me. Um, but there's a huge population who's shy away, who shies away from that because they're not happy with the way they look. You know what I mean? Yeah. And my kind of message is more to them to say, you can do it. You know, there's something that, um, it, it, there's nothing wrong with taking, honestly, I don't think there's wrong with being proud of the way you look. I think pr the word pride has a negative connotation to it. Um, but I'm proud of the, the, the results that I achieved. You know what I mean? I'm proud of that. I was not happy where I was, let's say two years ago. And now I, I am, you know, I am happy even though as an entrepreneur, you never really, you, you should know, you're never really happy. You're always striving for more and more. But when you look back in the past year, two years of what you have accomplished, um, it does make you smile. It does make you feel that sense of accomplishment and that you're, you're doing something to better yourself essentially. Exactly. And, and I, I think it's a very, very important uh, success habit for any entrepreneur that really wants to, you know, grow and make an impact on the world. Um, you know, you have to grow yourself. You have to make an impact in your own life. Like personal development and business development are not two separate things they basically go hand in hand, right? If you want to grow your business, you got to grow yourself. And I think yeah. what, that's what I read in almost, you know, when I look at my, you know, the people who I look up to in the business world, like 90% of them, when they talk about success habits, talk about some kind of physical exercise. And, and you know what? You hit it right on. It, it becomes a habit. Success, you know, uh, as far as I'm concerned from what, you know, you know, Madeline, we've been friends for a while now, you know, I love sports. And the reason why I love sports um, is because the, the high excellence, there's, there's excellence attached to that, right? And the, that excellence is usually attributed to, you know, winning a, a championship or winning a gold medal. There, there are tangible results of that excellence. And excellence can become a habit, right? Going to the gym for me became a habit. Guess what? excuses become a habit yeah right? they, they become a habit when you say you know i'm not going to go today i'll go you know uh, you know screw it i'm not going to go today i'll go twice next week once you start making excuses it's easier to be, to make it becomes easier and easier to make excuses absolutely so that's why having you know having the having the fitness coach was there you know we actually planned out our entire workout week our schedule you know what i mean and i remember one time um, I came home around, so, uh, so this particular day, Marco and I um, had it in our, in our calendar to go work out at around 6 p.m. Um, because of his schedule. He's got other clients, of course. Um, and I said, yeah, you know, I have a couple meetings earlier on um, in the day. I can be there for 6 p.m. I got home around 5 p.m. and I, I just lied on the couch, long day. You know how it is being an entrepreneur, long yep. day, lying on the couch, lying with my dog, and it's about 5, 5.30 and he messages me, hey, man, are we still, like, hey, man, I'm, I got here early. I'm waiting for you at the gym. You can't cancel now. You know what no, I mean? No, no. 
No, you can't. No, you can't. It's not even a monetary thing. It's like he's there. He's expecting me. I gave him my word that we were, you know, that we were going to go to the gym at six o'clock. I really did not want. And had I not hired a coach that day, I would have made an excuse to say, you know what? I had a long day. I'm tired. I'm gonna, I'm gonna chill out this, you know, this particular day. But he was there. He was already waiting for me. My text was, I'm on my way. And you. You know, you get up, you shake it off, you, you get your mindset, you get your head in the game, right? You get your head yep. in the game, you drive down to the gym. Marco, what are we doing today? What's, what's on deck? I'm ready to go. You know, and it's those little things that you will appreciate. <laughs> you, in, the, in the moment, you're like, man, I really, dude, I really don't want to go to the gym today. And, yep. I don't want, and I don't, you know me, I'm not a canceller. I don't like canceling things. If I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Um, so, so we, you know, that's the, the time and date we agreed on, man of my word, let's get it done. So it's those little, and, and, and you hit it right on. It's a habit. And that's why I say, don't fall into these habits. I'm oh, sorry, don't fall into these diets, these fads, you know, these ads that you see on TV and stuff like that. They might be good because they might give you that support that you need. But I think you need to go into it thinking this is an ongoing life thing you know it's good to get that support but i think once you get into that habit of doing it that's where the results really happen like you like you said the habit the consistency um those are what you people should be focusing on when getting into fitness or health or you know just starting for the first time like like i said i i hated this stuff <laughs> i didn't want to hear it you know what I, mean? I was young i was healthy i you know nope don't need to go to the gym i'm good you know i'm you know i wasn't overweight right so i'm like why, yeah. why do i need to go to the gym I, i'm good you know but um, again, for that quest for self-improvement, um, you know, you and I both know a lot of entrepreneurs, they read a lot, they read a lot of books, you know, and they, they, they're always gaining knowledge. They're always looking for that competitive edge. Um, and physical activity happens to be one of those. Absolutely. It, it's, it's one slice of the self-improvement pie. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? And, uh, and if you've never done it and if people who want to get into it, it, it can become, it, you know what, it can become pretty addicting too, believe it or not. Right. It's a good, it's, well, it's, it's a good habit to, to definitely get, uh, get into lots of positive, uh, benefits come from physical activity. And I think, you know, this is why I wanted to interview you is like, you know, um, you know, you're a business person, you're an entrepreneur, you run your own company. Um, but you're also just a regular guy like everybody else. Right. Um, and yeah. like, and, and, and hearing about just your uh, willingness to make change. It's not like, cause you had a problem. You just wanted to make a better version of yourself. And I just wanted our listeners to hear that story. Yeah. And you know what? I mean, that's a huge, you know what, do something that you've never done before. If you really want to challenge yourself, do something that, you know, growth comes in that you know, uncomfortable areas of life. Right. So uh, definitely that was something that, like I said, I, it was lacking. I've never done it before. No interest. And I said, you know what, I'm just, I'm just going to try this. I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? Um, and I encourage anyone who's trying to better themselves, pick up a hobby, pick up a sport that you've never done before and learn, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of cool to learn. You know, I, I heard Marco's stories and some of his clients and some of their transformations and, you know, and you pick up things along the way and, you know, people asking me at the gym, like, you know, dude, like, what do you, what do you do for your arms? Like, you know, and it's kind of nice to, to hear that, but you're right. I'm, I'm just a regular guy. I'm not one of those big kind of you know, I'm not going into any bodybuilding competitions any, anytime soon. That's not why I did this. It, it was more for, 
um, just m literally myself. I, you know, I'm, I don't take, I don't put any real selfies on my social media, my personal social media. You know, I, I don't really share that part because when I, when I go to the gym, it's for, it's 100% for me. You know, I'm, I'm there. I put on my headphones, I put on my music and I, I even tell people, I said, Oh, Rob, you start to go to the gym now. And I said, no, you know what? I just started working out while I listened to music. <laughs> right? <laughs> that, that's how I come. That's kind of how I changed it. Like, I'm going to listen to music anyways. You know, people do it. Uh, I just start doing it, you know, while I work out. So that's kind of how I approached it for the most part. Um, but I can honestly say what I've learned about myself is when I do something, I do it, you know, as the highest level excellence I can achieve. And I think that's why, you know, I, you see some people at the gym. Yeah, they're lifting weights, and, and but you know what? They're not really lifting weights, you know? Yeah, you know, they're on, they're on the machine, they're on the, on the treadmill, and they're running, but they're not really running. Not mm. where, you know, and you, and you see it because if you go at the same time, if you're consistent, you'll see the same people at the gym at the same time as you, and you'll kind of figure out, you know, um, not to put anyone down, of course, but that was not me. I, I, you know, I'll be the first one to admit I was the guy grunting in the gym <laughs> that everyone kind of hates, you know. Um, I'm swearing to myself to say, get one more, get two more, rob one more. You know, push it, push it, push it. You know, when you, when, when you want to drop that weight and you're trying to lift it and you're like, come on, man, just do one more. That, that's me. That, so I kind of learned a lot about myself. And I it, think that's it's where probably I'm why you're a business owner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, a little type A, maybe. A little type A. And you want to be the best. You want to, yeah. you know, if you did 10 last time, you want to do 11. You want to do 12. You don't want to be stuck at 10. You know, it's okay to be stuck at 10 for a while if you just got to 10, but you don't want to stay at 10 for five months, six months. You know, um, you want to get to 12 or, or add on two pounds, add on five pounds. And I can tell you the mental, when, when, even if you lift one rep at your, you know, your PR, your personal record, there is something that happens mentally in your head that you say, that you say I did it. I achieved it. So when you come back next week or next month, you can maybe do two. Cause in the back of your mind, I, I climbed this mountain, you know, yeah. I, you know what I mean? There, there's something about it that says I, I was, I'm here. Like, I've, did, I've done this before. I've been in this, you know, um, I've been on this court before I climbed this mountain before it wasn't easy, but I did it. So it gives it I, for me personally, you know, I would sometimes end my workout or start my workout trying to figure out what my one rep max is. And then come back two weeks, three weeks, a month later and try to break it. Um, just because the transformation that happens mentally in that, in that 30 seconds or minute. And, you know, there's no crowds. There's no one cheering you on. It's you. It's, you know, between your ears. All that mental kind of focus. And it's a really cool experience. It's a really cool kind of like you're smiling to yourself to say, man, I just, I just did that man, I can't wait until I do it again, you know, or I'm going to add two pounds. I'm going to, I'm going to add five pounds next time and see if I can do it again. Um, and that's, you know, and that's why we, you know, if you can do this one thing, then, you know, really the possibilities of doing anything else opens up, right? If I can do this, then I should be able to do that. Right. And that's that whole confidence piece, um, that develops as well. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, having Marco there by my side really helped. And, you know, there's the positive reinforcement, you know, so we're doing it safely. I have a spotter, you know what I mean? So we're doing everything kind of by the book. 
Um, that's very um, important, of course, right? So, you know, I'm, I'm not recommending to your listeners or anyone, just go there and find out your one rep max. It's not what I'm saying. You will hurt yourself, right? Yeah. But I mean, when you, I'm just, you know, the, the, the whole point of that example is to focus on the mental capacity, that when you focus on something and you have a goal, um, you can achieve it. You really can. You know what I mean? It may not happen overnight and that's okay. No one is expecting things to happen overnight. You know, you're a business owner as well. You know, you didn't open your business on, on a Monday and then the following Tuesday you're a millionaire and you have a million <laughs> clients and you're writing books and you know, you, your name is in, is, in, is in the lights. It doesn't work that way. It, it takes time and you have to build it and it takes a lot of hard work. But when you stop to think, you know, when you stop to reflect a little bit and you're just like, holy cow, this is awesome. You know what I mean? Holy cow, I, I'm achieving this. Holy cow, I'm doing it. You know, it, it's a great feeling. And you want to share that, right? You want to share that with your listeners, your loved ones, your friends, your family. Um, and when you asked me to be on, the, on this podcast, I was very honored, very, you know, very humbled, to be quite honest with you. Um, and definitely something that, you know, I would want to help you achieve that goal of, you know, educating and just listening to these stories of people who have done it, um, who have done incredible things that they never thought they would. You know, I went to school. I didn't go to school for business. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, even that's something I didn't think I would achieve. Um, I hated working out. I, hate, I still hate it. To this day, I hate it. I hate going to the gym. You know, your listeners may not believe it. Like, no, no, he, you know, Madeline told him to say that. No, I hate it just as much as the next person. But when you think about it and when you see results and when you feel amazing and every, all your friends and families and clients are like, dude, are, are you working out? Like, you know, they give you that little yep. second, you know, it feels good. And I realized I like, I like feeling good more than I hate the feeling of being at the gym, if that makes sense. That is <laughs> a fantastic way to um, put it, for sure. Yeah, yeah. For I, sure. I hated the fact of being the skinny kid and, you know, maybe, you know, maybe some girls rejected me or whatever. You know, that's a, it's a bad feeling. Then, you know, you don't, humans, we don't want that feeling. It happens. You know, it happens to everyone. Males, females, young, old, doesn't matter. It's a part of life. You know, going on sales calls, you know, in business, you lose clients. It happens. You know what I mean? People move away type thing. It happens. Um, and it's not a good feeling. But when you work towards feeling good and achieving your goals, then that's okay. You don't, you don't mind those little things because then, then life. Yeah, I was going to say, and then life gets better. It does. Right? The, it whole con the whole concept of the podcast, right, is, you know, how do we, how do we live a better life? Yeah, and, and I'll be honest with you, Madeline. Here, here's, you know, I'll be very honest with you, Madeline. The funny, the funny thing is we can all look like bikini models or, or cover models. It takes no skill to go to the gym and, and, you know, and work out if you really think about it, right? We could all be, if every, it, literally, there's no... Okay, some gene, you know, some people are predispositioned to different genes and different body types. I'll, I agree with that. And, and barring any kind of medical condition, we can all look like cover models. There's no secret to it, right? There really isn't. If you eat well and exercise daily, you can achieve your goals. I don't care how old you are. I don't care, you know, bar, again, barring any type of medical condition or anything like that. But if you're just a regular person, nine to five or who knows, whatever it happens to be, um, there is no trick to it and you don't need any real skill. You don't have to go to school. You don't need a diploma. You don't like, like other facets in life where you have to learn and, and, and go through all these types of things. This is one thing that literally anyone can do. 
um, with the right guidance, with the right knowledge, people like yourselves, with, like yourself, you know, giving them, you know, putting them on the right path. Um, we could all have flat stomachs, chiseled chests, you know, big and <laughs> vessels. It's true. I, 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 I actually firmly believe that. I actually firmly believe that. And I think everybody's goals are going to be different for what they're looking um, to achieve. And if, you know, chiseled abs isn't your thing, that's cool too, right? Like, Absolutely. Absolutely. if it's just being a better version of yourself and you just want to feel healthy, more energetic, um, you know, and just feel physically stronger, like that's cool too, right? It doesn't, it's not an and or, uh, no, or sorry, and, either and, and, or. No, and, and even Marco kind of taught me that too. He's like, hey, Rob, let's get you to a point where you're happy. Then we're just in a maintenance mode, right? So, you know, we'll, we'll achieve your, we can achieve your goals. And it might take three months, six months, a year, depending on where you start and, and who you are and your lifestyle and all that type of stuff. And then once you achieve that goal, you're just there to do it consistently on, on, on the same basis. So you're not really trying to go... You know, you're not trying to go up or you're, you're just happy where you are. I think that's okay too. Just say, you know what? I've hit it. I'm happy where I'm at. Um, and I'm okay. I'm very happy with what I achieved. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of what I accomplished. I just want to stay here. I don't want to go back down to where I was before, right? I don't want to go down that road anymore. I think that is a huge win in itself. You know what I mean? Um, they don't want to go back to the previous diet. They don't want to go back to how they felt before they they undertook this right um and that's kind of where where i struggle with to be quite honest with you because because of the nature of owning your own business and lifestyle it is hard to get out there um you know you know four times a week five times a week um and when you don't you know you go on vacation or whatever happens to be um you feel like you're letting yourself down so it actually motivates you to go back again even more right yeah well rob um if people want to find you you know, if they want to connect with you via socials, um, if they're interested in learning more about what your business does, um, where should people be going? Uh, they can head over to flowerpotmarketing.ca um, or email me at info at flowerpotmarketing.ca. I'll be more than happy to answer any questions they have any comments or any type of um, like that, reach out to me. You know, I'm, I think, you know, I've always been one of those people, very accessible, very, very willing to offer my time, offer my um, quote unquote expertise or my opinions on, on things. Um, and if they have any questions on just how to get started, you know, how, what did I do? Um, any kind of things like that. If they have any kind of even like marketing questions, I get it all the time. I'm more than happy to, um, have you know set aside some time and have those conversations with people that's one thing that you know the reason why i started flower pot marketing was to help people <laughs> to be quite honest with you help people grow their business right um the average entrepreneur you know they need a website they need you know i saw a huge trend in, in online marketing and digital marketing social media google um and the reason why i, I started flower pot was for the average entrepreneur who can't afford TV and radio to still be successful. There, there are tools out there like Google and social media, YouTube, LinkedIn, that as entrepreneurs we can take advantage of um, and to help grow our business. Um, but a lot of people don't know how to use those tools. or don't have the time to learn how to use those tools. So we kind of help them along that road and be their marketing agency. That's why 
making that shift to fitness and working out, it kind of made sense to me. You know, I, you know, same thing. I didn't have the time and I didn't know how. <laughs> I didn't know how to yeah. achieve these goals, right? And I didn't have the time. So I hired someone, right? I hired a professional to help me achieve something that I wanted to achieve. Um, so that's really why um, I, you know, I don't mind. I love helping people. I, I'm not even going to say I don't mind it. I actually love helping people. And that's why I started my company. That's why you know, I'm here today um, to help you, help your listeners to say it's possible. You might not like it. I'm sorry. <laughs> you might not enjoy the process. And you probably should as much as you can. But I can almost guarantee you, you will love the results. You will love yourself for, for doing it, you will thank yourself for taking that plunge. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, uh, raw, sorry, info at uh, flowerpotmarketing.ca or just my website, flowerpotmarketing.ca. You can use the contact us, contact us page from there. Um, I'll be more than happy to, uh, yeah, to lend my time and see if I can help in any way. Yeah, and to our listeners, I will post links in our show notes. So if you'd like to see the show notes from today's episode, you can access that um, from our webs our hosting website, which is www.ecophysio.com forward slash videos. And you if you scroll down, you'll be able to see all the um, all the podcast episodes and um all contact details will be there and if so, you have time listen to marcos <laughs> yeah exactly um so rob i want to thank you so much for taking uh your time to share with our listeners your story and your experience and i just want to say thanks for agreeing to do this podcast with me my pleasure madeline thank you so much for inviting me i really appreciate it I hope you and your listeners have a great day and hopefully we'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to Living a Better Life podcast. Make sure to subscribe to our show to stay up to date with our latest and greatest episodes. We would also love to hear your comments, suggestions, and reviews. Thanks again. Until the next episode. Bye for now.